This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are Unsportsmanlike with Evan Candy and Michelle coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17. Brought to you by Chase. Great stuff there with Austin Rivers. Getting you ready for the in-season tournament semifinals today. You got the Bucks and the Pacers, the Lakers and the Pelicans. We'll have it for you beginning at 4.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, including an interview with the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, in between games. And it has been a clear success. I think everybody's looked at it and said it's a success. The only thing I will point out, again, is there is an element to this that they did this because they had to because basketball players weren't playing basketball. And I do get nervous as a huge NBA fan as to what happens after the fact. Are we going to see more of the load management in response to the travel, the wear and tear, the competitive nature of this in the regular season? In addition, this evening, we have the Patriots and the Steelers. For literally every year of our lifetime, that offense, was an interesting matchup. Offense optional? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Would both teams, if given the choice, only play defense the entire game? Yes. So we can guarantee 100% that whoever wins the coin toss is going to defer. Well, yeah, I mean, especially the Packers. Yeah, like, like, just defer. We'll start on defense. When was the last time a Patriots-Steelers matchup did not have playoff implications, intrigue, conversation about it as it relates to the positive play positive culture within the nfl not in our not in 20 years well this has playoff implications tonight well for steelers are in the thick of it yeah Yeah. so so let me rephrase for both teams right i don't remember i don't remember the i mean it was must have been pre-brady right the last time we had these two teams and these two franchises where both of them we look at and say I'm not sure what the future holds for these two teams. You have said, CC, that the Steelers need to once again draft a quarterback. We know the Patriots need to draft a quarterback. We know that Tomlin is not going anywhere unless he wants to go somewhere. The Steelers would never even consider getting rid of him. Why would you? He's awesome. He can win Coach of the Year this year, right? We know about the Belichick drama, and we have a 30.5 over-under tonight for this game, the lowest in about 30 years in the NFL. It is unbelievable that we have these two teams playing this kind of game where it matters this way for both teams. Well, it's an unlosable game for the Steelers, right? If you fancy yourself a playoff team, you have to beat the New England Patriots. This offense can't score points. Like, they literally cannot score points. They scored zero points against the Los Angeles Chargers last week. Yeah, that's not a figurative statement. Zero points. That's a literal statement. They scored seven points against the Giants the week before coming off of their bye week, and then going into their bye week against the Colts, they scored six points. They can't score. So you you quite literally can't lose. Play field position and hope that Mitchell Trubisky, because he's been in the league through osmosis maybe, can give you competent quarterback play at the very least, just not get in the way of Jalen Warren and Najee Harris. That That's what we need from Mitch Trubisky tonight. Don't screw this thing up. The Pittsburgh Steelers can roll their helmet out there and get a win. The only way the Steelers lose is if the Patriots can cobble together scores on special teams and on defense. But if you starve them out, if you're that Pittsburgh offense and you don't turn the ball over, if your special teams take care of their business in the kicking game, there's no way you can lose to the New England Patriots. And that is a sad state of affairs for that franchise, and it's an indictment on that head coach, Bill Belichick. Absolutely, because in any other year we'd be looking at this and we'd be talking about Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, this head coaching matchup, and we would say Bill Belichick is one of the greatest at all times at exploiting his opposition and finding a way for his team to win. But I think the state of affairs in New England is so bleak that even Bill Belichick can't find a way to scheme his way out of this one. They've only scored more than 20 points once this season. 
That's so out of what the, <laughs> out of just being what unique. Time? Out of being what unique. Time? And that's because they beat the Buffalo Bills. They only scored more than twenty points once this season. If you were the Bills, how embarrassing is that? That is bad. That's a bad look. A so bad if, I, look. if I gave you this option to have a unique <laughs> moment tonight in NFL history, okay, would you sign up for a two nothing game right now? That a, one singular safety is what wins the game for one of the two teams tonight. I, I think it would, it would make, be one of the most unique would be, things it, ever. It would make it worth watching, right? Right. That's it's what kinda, I'm saying. It's kind of like the win game that the Bills and the Patriots played on. My favorite what was that, game. Monday Night Football? Yeah, 46 of 49 times they ran the ball. Quite, they couldn't throw the ball? Yeah. Like, yeah. That, like it was just like you were watching and say, man, who's going to win this game where nobody can throw the ball? Right. Like, who's going to win so this game where none of the offensive offenses can move the ball? Like, who's going to win that game? 2 nothing. You're in? I'm in. Well, we're going to watch the game. In? We're going to watch the game anyway, so we might as well make it a little interesting. Right, exactly. but if it's 10-7, one of the team wins, like, it's okay, let's – Cowboys-Eagles tomorrow, please, quickly. If it's 2 nothing. That gives us endless conversation of the unique nature of one singular safety winning a game for a team. Well, no, because we're going to talk about this game regardless because Pittsburgh's likely going to win it. And then we're going to be talking once again about how even despite not having great quarterback play, Mike Tomlin in a division where even though there has been issues with the quarterbacks and two of the other three teams in his division, still a tough division. And he's still in the playoff picture. Somehow he's been able to cobble this team together and find wins. Bill Belichick, not so much. So don't worry, Evan. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about this game, and we're going to be talking about your boy, Bill Belichick, and his future. I wasn't spinning it as if we weren't going to talk about him. I'm just saying the concept of a 2 nothing football game is fascinating to me, at least, and to CeCe, obviously. I'm on ESPN bet, and I'm just trying to move the point total down as far as I can move it. Just three. The, the <laughs> lowest I can go is 23 and a half. I'm trying, I just want to slide. Again, which I just means, want to slide it all the way. Can I, can I move the point total to 10 points or less and take the under? Which means a 13-12 game would be high scoring right. in, in that scenario here. Oh, my god! So one of our producers, Javante Lawrence, asked us an interesting question. If you flip the coaches... Would both situations be the same this year? And I have to say, as somebody that never says anything negative about Belichick, and I'm not going to, but I'm <laughs> going to be clear on something. I think the Patriots, if Mike Tomlin this year was their coach, would be better because Mike Pro- Tomlin has proven to do more with less than anyone in the NFL. Yeah, I think where the, the like the difference between these two guys is if you get to the playoffs, if you have a really good team, you'd much rather have Belichick as your head coach. That's not a knock on Mike Tomlin. If you're not sure if you have kinda a good team, yeah, well, hold on. No, yeah. Here's the, here's the compliment. Here's, I love Mike Tomlin. I think I've said kinda that a million a times. Here's the compliment to Mike Tomlin. If you're not sure if you have a quarterback, if you're not sure if your team is any good and you still want to be good, Mike Tomlin's your guy. Perfect example. The Carolina Panthers this year, the team that Diana Rossini of The Athletic compared culturally to the Hunger Games, the movie. They are. It, it does not benefit them because the Bears have their pick to be bad. What is happening right now, as CC pointed out, they may go one and sixteen in a division where the winner has a losing record, which is almost mathematically impossible. They need to be good this year. They don't have a roster with, that would indicate them being good. Mike Tomlin is a perfect coach for that scenario because he would find a way to get you good. I do think the Patriots would be better if Tomlin was their coach this year. So you think yeah. he's a better coach than Bill Belichick? Is for what you're ba- saying for bad teams. Well, it's, it's... His teams aren't bad, though. They're, I think never, lo- they're never below 500. Right, because of the way he coaches them. No doubt about part. it. No doubt so, it. So, 
I think you unwittingly are putting an indictment on your guy because no. a lot of coaches can be great if they have a franchise quarterback. No, exactly. so a lot of coaches no. could be great if they Brandon Staley could likely be great with Tom Brady. No, he could not. I don't know. No, he could not. He would certainly be a lot better. I was with you until you went to the Brandon Staley over there. Okay, you just took a little too, little too far, small, little too small. I was with you. You were just a little too far. Okay, I was trying to find an extreme example. Maybe that was too extreme, but you know what I'm saying. I was trying to say that even an average coach would likely be better because of Bill or because Yeah, that I agree with. Okay, here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. If Andy Andy Reid retired tomorrow. And the Kansas City Chiefs somehow could pick a coach to coach their team for the rest of the season. I'd still pick Belichick. For this year, this team, that group, elite quarterback, we've seen what Belichick can do with that. But if you had a draft to coach the Carolina Panthers this this season, then I'd pick Tomlin. I believe the Panthers, he would get more out of nothing than Belichick would without the star quarterback. Belichick's been phenomenal at getting something out of the perceived nothing with the star quarterback. We know that. If you gave me a great team, I still think Belichick is the guy. I do. He has never proven to not be good with a great team. But you're so far away from that now. I understand. Well, we're and, playing and, out and, the hypothetical. No, no, of them no, 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 I get, no. I get that. I understand that. But it, the further and further we get removed from it, and then seeing what Tom did down in Tampa with the Bucks in year one, it just makes it feel as if it was Tom more responsible for setting a culture than Bill Belichick. Now, listen, Belichick is a master tactician when it comes to the X's and O's. Both sides of the ball. I don't know that there's an NFL coach that has more answers just because we haven't seen an NFL coach that's been able to have the staying power that Bill has had. Bill has been a part of the National Football League since 1975. So quite literally, he's seen more ball than pretty much any other current coach in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So I just that's the part, though, where I just wonder if all of that works against him in terms of keeping up with the times and being able to have a message that relates to the players in that locker room. It's clear that he doesn't have that right now where Mike Tomlin does. So the roundabout way of answering the question is, yes, I do think that Mike Tomlin would have the New England Patriots with a better record if we did the coach swap. Now, I get it. You can never prove a hypothetical, but I got more proof of concept with Mike Tomlin having a hodgepodge at quarterback, and finding ways to win. I didn't forget about 2019 where he had Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges and found a way to win eight games and be 500. I didn't forget about that. Like, that happened. I, I see what I see this year when you're talking about them being in the thick of the playoff race and you got Kenny Pickett in and out of the lineup and you're rolling with Mitch Trubisky. I know what it is with Mike Tomlin with below-par below quarterback play. I, I just haven't seen Belichick have success with below-par quarterback, quarterback play. Is there any team in history that's ever had worse names for quarterbacks? I, I didn't even think about this. They had a guy. They have a guy named Pickett, and they had a guy named Duck. You don't want your quarterback to be named Pickett and Duck. Throw a duck and have an interception. That should have been a red flag in itself. But nothing you said. I'm just saying the guy's name is Pickett. That's a bad name for a quarterback. But nothing you said I would disagree with. I think that Bill Belichick. I mean, excuse me, Mike Tomlin is better with the hodgepodge at quarterback than Belichick. That's proven. I'm, I, I'm not going to argue that. I think that Belichick is better than anyone with the elite-level quarterback, as, again, has been proven. I also think Belichick is the first to admit that Brady created it all. He's never fought that off. He just didn't want Brady anymore. Here, here's the denial part of yeah. his no. Patriots fandom. But, but Belichick a- has always said players win games, coaches lose games. He has never said otherwise. He praises Lawrence Taylor and now Tom Brady and Matthew Slater more than anybody can do. He has said a million times, I was lucky enough to coach the greatest defensive player, 
offensive player and special teams player of all time. That's in his his words, his opinion. I, I like I I still don't get why people assume that Belichick believes he's the one that created it all. Right, but you want him to come back to the New England Patriots. There is quite literally no guarantee that they are going to have a great quarterback or even an average quarterback You're right. next season. You're right. So if if But I can't get Mike Tomlin. But if he's proven that he's not the same coach without that, why would you want to bring him back into the same set of circumstances? Because I'm more comfortable with the known than the unknown. I don't know what Gerard Mayo would be. I don't know. But it can't get much worse, Ev. No, no, it will not be worse. No matter who the coach is, it will not be worse. So, what do you want to switch it up? No, I don't. I don't. And that's not. It says nothing about Mayo. Mayo may become the second greatest coach of all time. For all I know, I have no idea. Really quickly though, looking at this game tonight, if the Steelers lose, are they eliminated from the playoffs? Just looking at their remaining schedule, is it done for them? I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. What I do think is they're going to finish with a winning record. I think I could see them going nine and eight and not make the playoffs. So so they have to. If they're if they're going to get to nine games, they have to have this game because after this, they got the Colts, Bengals, Seahawks, and and Ravens, and three of the four are on the road. Well, two of the three on this show are rooting for a 2 nothing game tonight. Small still wants a real game. We want 2 nothing tonight, a safety game between the Patriots and the Steelers. Canny or Canty brought to you by Granger coming up next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Kenny? Kenny? Oh, oh Kenny. This is not hard-hitting analysis. It's not that. Can he or can't he? That is the question. That's my favorite open that we have. I love the, <laughs> the hard-hitting, uh, whatever you The, the whatever word salad, said, I don't the know word what salad that there. happened. I don't know what I said. <laughs> Somebody needs to put the closed caption under it. Like I, I, like I have to, like even I if I try to read analysis. it, it doesn't make sense. Analysis. Uh, yeah. It's definitely analytics, an- analysis. What oh, are we yeah, there, You know what? There may be an analytics in there. It That's might a good be a point. Yeah, it's, it's not I that. took it as analysis. But <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, here we go. Candy or Canty, over under numbers for this weekend's games. I noticed that uh, Nuno and crew normally give us a bunch for the Thursday night game. I noticed you guys avoided that for tonight's great Patriots Steelers offensive showdown. Uh, Canny or Canty brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right products for you. Call, c- click. 
Granger.com or just stop by today. Smalls with the first one. All right, first one. Can he or can't a CJ Stroud? Can he throw for more than one and a half touchdowns against the Jets? I'm going to say he can. I'm going to go to the over. I know conventional wisdom would say a stingy Jets defense. DJ Reed, Sauce Gardner, and that pass rush, they're not going to let CJ Stroud have a field day. But something about where the Jets are at makes it feel like the perfect spot for C.J. to come in and have a great game. I think this is the one where he puts the Jets out of their misery and shows the fan base and the organization just how dysfunctional this team is. So C.J. Stroud, I think, comes in and has a big day. I'm saying three touchdowns, so clearly over on the one-and-a-half passing touchdowns. All right, next one, can he or can't he? Zach Wilson, the new starting quarterback, who's the old starting quarterback, who's going to be the old and the new for the Jets that they believe in, but they don't believe in, but now they believe in. Uh, over, under, touchdown passes, point five Under. Under. And if they're like, is there, is, there, is there something less than zero? Like, he might throw a touchdown pass for the other team. Like he might, okay, he, stop, stop, he sorry, might, no, no. He might throw a pick six to Derek Stingley Jr. Like, seriously. Nope, now we need to change this. Sorry, Nuno. I'm throwing that question out the window. Over, under, Zach Wilson touchdown passes for either team, point five. Oh, yeah, then, then, then I'll go over. Okay, over. Then I'll All go right. over, yeah. Stingley Jr. gets another one. <laughs> Smalls. Okay. Uh, Detroit at Chicago. Can he or can't he? Justin Fields combined for more than 259 and a half rushing and passing. I'm going to go under. This is a get-right game. And let's remember this. The last time these two teams locked up, that should have been a loss for the Detroit Lions. I don't think Aaron Glenn, that defensive unit, is taking that lightly. Aiden Hutchinson, Alim McNeil, those guys are going to get after it up front. And they're going to have Justin Fields running for his life. Unfortunately, I don't think he got 259 and a half rushing yards in him. So I'm going to take the under on combined rushing and passing yards for Justin Fields. Under 259 and a half. See, this next one for Canny or Canty brought to you by Granger is really an indication that maybe possibly the Bengals have something which a lot of other teams don't. A competent backup quarterback. Over, under, Jamar Chase, 65 and a half receiving yards against the Colts. Ooh, against the Colts, I'm going to go, let's go over. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over. So Jake Brown incompetent. Yeah, I'm going to go over. And here's the thing. The, the last couple of weeks, Jamar Chase has had over that number. He had 81 receiving yards against Steelers. He's had 149 against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think he'll go over that number. Um, just slightly. The only thing that I would say that gives me a little bit of cause for pause is T. Higgins having his second game back. I think he's more a part of what they're doing on the offense. But on the flip side, that means more one-on-one coverage for Jamar Chase. So I think going over 62.5 is a safe bet. Okay, Rams-Ravens. Can't hear, can't hear. Lamar Jackson combined for more more than, excuse me, 251.5 rushing and passing yards. I'm going to say Lamar Jackson goes over that. We know he dominates NFC opponents, and this is another one in the Rams. I get that they got Aaron Donald and a lot of nice young pieces on the defensive side of the ball, but they ain't seen nothing like Lamar Jackson. They just haven't. This dude is built differently, and I think this is ultimately going to end up being a field day for Lamar in that Ravens offense. All right, next one. Can Dak Prescott, or as small as imitates me saying, Dak Prescott oh my throw God. for more than – is that? Well, go ahead. How do I say it? No, you just did it. Okay, That's good. it. That's More it. than 294 and a half yards against the Eagles. And reminder, we don't know about the Mike McCarthy status because of the appendix surgery that he had in terms of what his status is for the game. Yeah, I mean, how could you not go over with Dak Prescott in 294 and a half, right? Like, you, you have to. The last time he played him, he torched him for 374. So he's at home. We know the Cowboys are money at home. They don't lose, and he plays really, really well. So, I mean, yeah, I'm going over that number for Dak Prescott. 
I mean, think about it. The last two home games, he's thrown for over 620 yards and seven touchdowns. Of course I'm going over 294.5 against a trash Eagles secondary. Over. All right, other quarterback, Jalen Hurts in that game. Can he or can't he throw for more than one and a half passing touchdowns against the Cowboys? Yeah, I think he'll throw for over one and a half passing touchdowns. Everybody wants to see what Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are going to be. I think Jalen Hurts comes in Sunday night and steals the show in Dallas. He reasserts himself and his team as the primary contender against the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC. I'm altering the next one, Nuno. Deal with it. Can Josh (laughs) Allen... Throw for over or under 299 and a half passing yards if you include interception yards returned. Oh, my God. <laughs> the original oh question God. was 259 and a half yards, but I want to add interception return yards to that. Over, under 299 and a half. In other words. I'm not messing will, with you. <laughs> will they have 300 or more yards all in for completions to his team or the other team? In this case, the Chiefs. This is this is ridiculous that you're doing this to Josh Allen. But you why, agree with why, why are you doing this to Josh Allen? Eight in Allen? a row. He's going to throw an interception. Right. Against so, that defense. So nine in a row. Against that defense that just got embarrassed by Jordan Love and the Green Bay. He's going to throw an interception. So overall in number? Yeah, you know what? I'm actually going to go over on the 259.5 passing yards and yeah. then over on the 299.5 that you said, including the interception return yards. Because I honestly think that this defense for the Kansas City Chiefs is going to have a bounce-back performance. The Bills will be trailing. That means Josh Allen putting the ball in the air early and often. Did I say that right? I think so. Yes. So, yes, I think Josh Allen goes over on both numbers, <laughs> both 259.5 passing yards and over 299.5 yards passing, including the interception yards. All right. Patrick Mahomes, what about the Chiefs offense? Can he or can't he throw for more than one and a half passing touchdowns against the Bills? Smalls, honestly, this could have been three and a half. I probably would have taken the over. Pat Mahomes is going to wow. go score. He's going to go score. Coming turf. off this loss, he's going to go score turf. Like Three and a half. You would have taken. He's, he's going to go score turf, man. Like that's just that. That's that's who he is. That's in his DNA. Like when when they have losses, usually followed up by bounce back performances by Pat Mahomes. That's just what they do. So I'm yeah, I'm all in on Pat Mahomes throwing for multiple touchdown passes against the Buffalo Bills. Okay. All right, last one here. Uh, Canny or Canty brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Tyree Kill, Dolphins over under 104 and a half receiving yards against the Titans in a game you'll see Monday night on ESPN. People still taking the under on Tyreek Hill receiving yards? Why would you? Well, I like he's on pace for twenty one hundred yards receiving. Yeah. Twenty one. He's on paper. 21. Like the record is 1,964 yards, if I'm not mistaken, by Calvin Johnson. He's on pace to beat the record by over 100 yards. Why, why, would, you, why would you play the under on it? It just makes no sense. Over on 104 and a half receiving yards for Tyree Hill against the Titans. Over. There, there we go. Over. Can he or can't he here on Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Coming up, we are going to get into the latest around the winter meetings, which has Juan Soto as a member of the Yankees. Plus, we continue our ESPN phone tag. If you don't know what that is, stay tuned. We will explain what that is, just like I will explain right now, as to why you should get a real Christmas tree this holiday season. It's time for an incredibly important announcement this holiday season. If you want to help save the American Christmas tree farmer, which I assume you do, I hope you do, then get real and keep it real this holiday season by buying real Christmas trees. 
Would you rather spend less for real Christmas trees and assume a farmer is saving their job? Obviously, versus what? What's the alternative? You're going to buy the fake Christmas tree. You're going to spend more, and farmers could lose their job. That's who you want to be? I don't think so. Buy real Christmas trees at Lowe's or wherever Christmas trees are sold and get more information online, plus participate in cool contests at GetRealKeepItReal.com. That's GetRealKeepItReal.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance here on ESPN Radio, ESPNU, all of our great ESPN stations across the country like ESPN Cleveland. Thank you to ESPN Cleveland sending us the mugs, sending us the shirts that CeCe's wife will get when he gets (laughs) home today. Very soft, very good shirts here. ESPN Cleveland, thank you very much. Coming up, our ESPN phone tag. So we're going to get to this in just a few minutes just to explain. So we have guests on, and we allow them to pick the next guest, kind of a game of phone tag. And their most recent ESPN-related guest we had on to play the phone tag game was Mike Breen, voice of the NBA, of yes. course. And we'll have all the NBA action today on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app with the um, in-season tournament beginning at 4.30 p.m. Eastern. Adam Silver is going to be interviewed in between games. And Mike Breen decided to pick our boss, Mark Gross, who is going to join us in just a few minutes, the senior VP production of remote events. Gross, when we initially told him about the idea, loved this whole idea of ESPN phone tag, never did he think he was going to be part of the ESPN phone tag. So we are going to talk to him in a couple of minutes. But the baseball winter meetings are going on. The big move yesterday, we're going to get two perspectives on this, was Juan Soto from the Padres to the Yankees. First, the big picture baseball perspective from Smalls, and then the curveball from the Yankee fan on this in CC Smalls, big picture baseball perspective on Soto here. Just as a baseball fan, I absolutely love this move. You add a top 10 player in baseball, a bona fide superstar, no matter which way you slice it, to what should be the most relevant team in all of baseball in the New York Yankees. I love that they are going for it, that they're adding a player of this caliber to pair with Aaron Judge. I think this was a an amazing move by the New York Yankees. Yeah, I think this was last gasp by Brian Cashman. How <laughs> Steinbrenner promised changes this offseason. He said some might be subtle. This is obviously not but for what happened to be the worst offense in all of baseball last year, they had to make a move. And quite literally, they had the second-worst batting average, second only to the Oakland A's, a team that wasn't even trying to win, a team that was trying to move out of Oakland to start with. 
That's where the New York Yankees were. That's the company they were keeping in terms of offensive productivity. They literally had the worst outfield when it came to batting average, when it came to on-base percentage and smalls. As you know, those are the guys that got to carry the water for the offense in most lineups. And so now being able to add this bat along with Aaron Judge and then also earlier this week the trade that they made with Alex Ver- for Alex Verdugo, right. you feel a lot better about what this team is bringing to the party. But – I'm still skeptical of it. I can't believe it. I'm still skeptical of it just because the moves that Brian Cashman has made, especially the splash ones in the past, haven't necessarily worked out. And the one that I'm looking at and pointing to front and center is Giancarlo Stanton. And now with Juan Soto being a part of the mix and Alex Verdugo being a part of the mix, you just wonder where Stanton's place is in all of this. And here's a guy that you're saddled with with a contract for the next four seasons. So, yeah, I don't necessarily feel great about the state of the Yankees, even though I do love Juan Soto, the player. I don't know how I am more excited about Juan Soto to the Yankees than an actual Yankee fan. Everything you just said about the offensive production, about about the numbers, this solves so much of Can that. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Can I ask you a question? The team that Juan Soto went to last year when he got traded in the Padres, are they better or worse than the Yankees are right now? Better. They were better. No, so, but I they mean, didn't want to get rid of him. No, 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 no. But I'm, like, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying he was parachuted into a Padres team that was viewed by many in baseball to be better than the current state of the Yankees. So why am I going to believe that you're going to put him on this team and think all of a sudden we're going to be better? I just don't see it right now. They're the fourth place team in the AL East last year. I don't know that this is the move that ends up getting them back to the top. I just don't. The most interesting part of this whole thing for me with your take on this is if you think about, let's just use this in football terms. When the Jets fan gets Aaron Rodgers, and I'm saying this from an on-field perspective, when the Browns fan gets Deshaun Watson, neither franchise has any quarterback to speak of prior to those guys. They immediately go to the place of, well, it's our team. Of course it won't work. It just, it's the Jets, it won't work. It's the Browns, it won't work. Yankee fans have never done that. And you're now applying the Jets and Browns yes. logic yes. of, of course it won't work. Yes. We're the Yankees. I do that with the Mets. I get Scherzer and Verlander. I assume it's not going to work. And guess what? It didn't work. But why don't those moves work for those franchises? Because I assume because we're the Mets. Because those franchises ain't right at the top. They say a fish rots from the head down. It ain't been great under Brian Cashman, at least not over the last decade and a half. That's how long it's been since this team has seen a World Series. It's a 14-season span since they've been to a World Series. The longest World Series appearance drought that this franchise has had since the 80s. All I'm simply saying is this. When you look at what they've done, yes, some of the moves have resulted in some nice, flashy regular seasons, but not the kind of playoff runs that Yankees fans are looking for. And so I'm hoping that this move gets us back to that, but I don't have that kind of confidence based on what Brian Cashman has shown me over the last several seasons. Mark Gross is our boss, okay? And Mark Gross, as part of our ESPN phone tag, was picked by Mike Breen to join us here as every ESPN guest then picks the next guest. As I've mentioned, Mark loved this idea. Thought it was great. Has this idea now backfired, Mark, as somebody who's been with ESPN since 98 and been in charge of so many unbelievable things at ESPN, has this ESPN phone tag backfired for you? Uh, Mike Breen is no longer with the company. <laughs> uh, so, no, this is uh, this was not my idea. This was the great Mike Breen, who who is still with the company and in <laughs> Vegas and probably sleeping right now. Although I did text him at about five o'clock this morning saying good morning uh, because he wanted to know 
uh, when his friend, myself, uh, would be on. And by the way, just as an aside, as a Red Sox fan, I, I am not thrilled about this. <laughs> Thank uh, you, going, Mark. Nor did I ever hear the phrase, a fish rots from the head down. So I, I'm, uh, that was new to me as well. Well, I, I do want to ask you, because you, you always love the unique things on this show. You had an interesting take by way of email to us that I'm going to now make uh, public for everybody. Where, <laughs> right. are you, where are you on your Pop-Tart rankings? Because you seem to be against uh, well, the grain on this, Mark. Well, yeah, I'm glad you asked. This is critical information <laughs> that America needs to, to hear. Uh, there's only one, in my opinion, and we do have the Pop-Tarts bowl uh, we look forward to having uh, later this month. But I'm a cinnamon, sugar, frosted, whatever it's called, and – I did go back and forth with you guys, and, and I think there was some agreement. But to me, that that's the only Pop-Tart I've ever had is one with the cinnamon frosted sugar, and you toss that into the, into the, uh, into the toaster, and, and things are good. Well, Mark, we need you to help us get to the bottom of a heated debate that started on I'm Over with Pat Costello. Now, he's over people not wanting their pets, dogs and cats, to be on furniture, to be on the couch, to be on the bed. Now, I live in New York City. I think it's absolutely repulsive to go walk your dog and then allow your dog with those paws that have been on New York City streets to jump in the bed with you or jump on the couch with you. So help me out here. Are you okay with pets on furniture? I don't. We don't have a pet, but I, I Chris, I'm with you. Not on the couch, and I, I assume from Thank that you. sigh that that my good friend Michelle disagrees with me. But you know, it's not. A, it, I I, str- I struggle with that. So, have you ever had a pet, Mark, that has lived in your home? Because I'm assuming if you had, uh, this is what I, I I need to know if you've ever had a pet live in your home, and then we'll go from there. I we had one for about a week, and it did. It was a dog, and it didn't work out as a kid. And, that, <laughs> and from then, we moved on to uh, to goldfish, which also did not work out. Well, well, when they Mark, were floating the, on what, top of the of the tank. Well, Mark, okay. was the dog traded? Was it released? Exactly, leaving free agency. There was a <laughs> there was a better home for it elsewhere. Okay, got it, got it. Well, we wanted you to know you now have three pets. We're moving in. All right, we are now moving in, Mark. Uh, so we do appreciate. Plenty of room. (laughs) All right. So, Mark Gross, we're going to give you the easy part now of picking the next ESPN phone tag guest. You have been a part of this. You have heard Greeny. You've heard Joe Buck. You've heard Boog. You've heard John Smoltz. You then heard Breen pick you, our boss. Mark Gross, the boss man, our next ESPN guest that we must book within one week as part of ESPN phone tag is? I've thought long and hard about this since Mike Breen came up with this genius idea. And I, we're going back to St. Louis and Michelle Beisner Buck. Yes. NFL hey. reporter talks to all the stars on Monday Countdown. I am nominating Michelle. I love that. Love it. Absolutely love it. Great pick. We have two Monday pick. night games this week, by the way. So Nuno on Monday morning sounds perfect. Or Tuesday morning. Perfect. Really quickly, Mark, before you go, we have now played Taylor Swift twice during your segment with us. Are you a Swifty? I have turned into a Swifty based on based on the popularity across certainly the Chiefs and pretty much all sports at this point. So yes, I'm all in on the Swifties. So what did we learn with Mark Gross? We learned that 
He likes the cinnamon pop tarts. He's a sensible man when it comes sugar. to pets. It's cinnamon brown, brown sugar. sugar. He's he's a sensible man when it comes to no, pets. He doesn't he needs want the love pets. of a dog he's, in his he's, life. He does not want pets. He's we don't sensible. Know, we don't know what happened to that pet that was in his house for a week growing up. We I think still, it was picked off of waivers by Cleveland. Okay, yeah, we are looking into waivers, we yeah. are looking into that. We learned that he is a swifty, and yep. we learned that he intentionally woke up Mike Breen early in the morning in Vegas as he's getting ready for NBA games, just as payback for having to come on our show with the ESPN phone tag. <laughs> Mark, thank you so much for the time. We do appreciate it. Thank you. Love the show. All right, there he is. Okay. Mark Gross, the boss man. Coming up, we have our unsportsmanlike moment of the day. But first, CeCe has this from oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly, does your vehicle have over 75,000 miles? Get maximum high-mileage engine protection with Syntec full synthetic high-mileage motor oil formulated for today's engines. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get five quarts of Syntec high-mileage and micro-grade select oil filter for just $34.99. Limits apply. See store for details. Ask the professional parts people about all the supplies you need for your next oil change. Try Syntec high-mileage exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly Auto Parts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. He survived a terrible, terrible moment in our history. The most unsportsmanlike moment of the day. That was terrible. Was not a great look. Well, nothing can stop us. We're all the way up here on Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. Along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. All right, we got our unsportsmanlike moment of the day. Shout out to Mark Gross. I thought he was great, our boss man. I was wondering if he was going to pick our other boss man, Justin Craig, and we were just going to go through all ESPN executives as part of ESPN. No, but he had a great call, though. Michelle Michelle Bisner-Buck, it's going to be awesome. Two Monday night games this week, a lot of pressure on Nuno to get her on Monday or Tuesday. I mean, Wednesday, she'd be great any day, but don't you guys think really we should increase the pressure here on Nuno? Yeah, we need to get her earlier on in the week because everybody wants to know how she feels about Nelly and Ashanti making the announcement about the baby. That's right. They're preggers. As somebody that lives in St. Louis, she's obviously well in the mix there. So are you putting 
putting Nuno in the ice bath, his penalty for not booking the ESPN phone tag, I guess, within a week if he doesn't get it by Tuesday? Are you absolutely, shortening that? Absolutely. Oh, shortening absolutely. That. And Nuno knows, for a fact of a matter, that I will be in Bristol sooner rather than later. Yeah, he knows okay. that. He can expect well, 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 it. We literally, as a show, agreed that we're going up there yeah. in a couple of weeks. Couple really? Weeks? Couple yeah. of weeks? Like, when are you coming months. up here? Two months. Like, <laughs> a couple months. <laughs> it was a month, it was a I mean, I'll well, go in a middle, couple... middle of December. When is no, but this, I no. love what you're doing middle here. Of no, Cece, I love what you're doing so we here. Got a month. You got to keep him we got on. A month. You got to keep him on his toes. Yeah. Uh, so on. he doesn't know yeah. when you might be coming First up. First of all, I do because I know what his schedule is. <laughs> Some of us will be, and we'll have an announcement next week. Some of us will be together in a couple weeks, but uh, you, Canty, I'm not afraid. Wow. Wow. Just the level of. I feel I'm like he's not ta- afraid. I feel like he's taunting me at this he throw, point. He's throwing Like, I have to get like in the that. car and drive up there now just to show him I'll do it. Well, we know I'll that's do it. Okay. I'll do it. I have to do it now. Are you really going to, though? I have to do it, though. It's going to take you to. four hours in traffic today. Yeah, that's not it. a quick trip. It's worth driving four hours in traffic just to put him in a I mean, nice I didn't, say, I didn't say I'm going today. Oh, okay. I'm not going to tell him when I'm going. I have, oh. to, have, the ele- I have to have the element of surprise. Wow. You just show up behind him, tap on the shoulder. No, not a tap on the shoulder. I got to duct tape him. Oh, okay. Uh, Nuno, Nuno knows my MO. We've seen it on video before. Got it. Yeah, okay. Duct, duct tape him and then throw him into the cold tub. How Got much it. to get you to do an Oklahoma drill against Nuno? Ooh, I don't know if I'd even charge for that, Pat. I feel like that, that's, that's perfect. That's be, exactly that, how much I wanted to that, spend that'd be, on it. That'd be, that'd, be, that'd be great. As long as you could guarantee that I didn't get fired, I'm all about it. Nuno would have to sign the waiver, though. Totally. The yeah, rest there's a of lot us of legal would. Stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of legal stuff. Yeah, we, we can't do that. Would you sign the waiver for the show, Nuno? It's in the best interest of the show. Great content. I, I would put on pads against yeah, you for the sake I, of the I'm show. I'd die hurt, afterwards. I'm, I'm willing to hurt myself for Wait, the show. Wait, can we make that happen? I have to put on pads against Smalls is like, I would we? love to see that. What, so, what's Smalls the is serious. I'm the, I'm the offensive lineman. He's the defensive lineman. I have to block him. I don't him. think offensive defense really matters. We're just going <laughs> to run into each other. Can oh, no, I'm not excited that? about that. Can we please do that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll die afterwards, but whatever. If it's good for the show, then it's good for the show. You don't think that'd be entertaining? Uh, that'd be Unlike Nuno, I'll sign the waiver. Okay. Anyway, unsportsmanlike moments, something weird, something different, something funny that we find over the last uh, 24 hours or so. It happened between noon and 3 Eastern on Carlin versus Joe with Joe Fortenbaugh and Chris Carlin. <laughs> just, just watch and listen. Bigger four, however you want to phrase it. <laughs> Was that you blowing your nose? It was, and I thought that I had absolutely killed the boy. Wow. Yeah, wow. Well- <laughs> Between the sneezing and the blowing of the nose, I'm not sure which one's more unsettling. The sneeze is like that. You got that full body shiver. The nose was. Oh, my Lord. I mean, like a seventh birthday child's seven-year-old birthday party. <laughs> it was like a bunch of party I heard, the na- I- no, I heard it, and I thought to myself, new- Happy New Year? Is <laughs> it- and who needs it more or Who's it bigger for? However you want to phrase it. <laughs> is that you blowing your nose? All right. So uh, you worked with Carlin for a long time, yeah. Susie. Did you ever get that perk of working with Carlin? I'm jealous of Fortinbaugh. Yeah. The big I mean, nose blow there? Yeah, the nose blow and questionable sounds in the studio. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's Chris. That is typical Chris Carlin. So that jealous. happens more often than not. Jealous. Throughout a week, when we're doing shows, that's going to happen mm, two or three times. I also love how he did it right in front of the microphone. Yeah. And then he was surprised that Joe could hear him. It was right in front of the like, mic. Like, weird. Uh, oh, you guys could hear that? That's very odd. Can uh, I, real yeah. quick, ask a question? Yeah. Do you guys think that he did it on purpose for the clip and for the potentially viral moment? If he did, uh-huh. I give him 
even more credit than I already give him, which I love Carlin. I always give him credit. I actually give him credit for them. Rutgers getting Ron Harper's uh, kid to go there and uh, paying him off. So, yeah, I would give him credit if he did that on purpose. He loves no. the TikTok content. No, don't he give is him good credit. On TikTok. If he did it on purpose, no, that is clout chasing at its finest. No. Oh wow, I don't right. want to do that. No. Also, is that really the play to blow your nose in a mic for clout? <laughs> kind of disgusting. Yeah. I mean, we are talking about it. Mm. Uh, Booger McFarlane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They right. Should, exactly. They should have Booger McFarlane on later to talk more about it. Okay. Ne- next, um, the the uh, <laughs> right? in-season tournament. The in-season tournament uh, continues today. We're going to have the games beginning at 4:30 p.m. Eastern here on ESPN Radio, and it's in Vegas. Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, rich NBA players, young Vegas. Here's what they said at a press conference. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's going to be a good time. <laughs> they were asked about the potentially winning $500,000. They started laughing, and they said, we haven't thought about it, but we know it's going to be a good time. Oh, boy. <laughs> Pick the Lakers tonight. We're going to get to that in they a got, second. They got, they, got, they got plans for that $500,000. Uh, they got plans. Team they building. got plans. Oh, my. LeBron may have an easier time than uh, he realized here tonight. You, you know what? Fade the Pel- If the Pelicans win the in-season tournament, fade them for the next two weeks. Fade them. I don't know who they're playing. I don't know what they're Fade them. Because that's the recovery the, zone? Yeah, that is the recovery time. They lose every single game in that stretch. All right, last one quickly before we get to Candy's best bet with ESPN Bet tonight. So Baker Mayfield had an announcement um, around his family's future, the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What was it like when she broke the news to you? Um, I was in shock. Uh, to be completely honest, it was during training camp. Um, I had sent her a picture outside of our hotel. There was a Golden Doodle Puppies sign with the number on it, and I sent her a screenshot of that. Uh, and then two days later, I go to the house, and she put a Big Brother shirt on our dog. So I started looking around for a puppy, not seeing the ultrasound and the positive uh, pregnancy test right in front of me. So, uh, yeah, I was in the doghouse for a little bit on that one. Uh, but it was, you know, just complete shock, uh, but so blessed. Obviously, you know, it's much more to life than just football. So it's, it's one of those things that we're extremely happy about. You're going to be a girl. Yeah, so uh, Baker Mayfield's wife's pregnant. He thought he was having a dog. <laughs> I mean, I wow. can't. If my wife, when my wife was pregnant, if, if I come home and like, what, we're having a dog? Uh, wow. Wow. All right, best bet tonight, ESPN bet, CC. So does she now put him in the doghouse? Well, that's what he said. Okay. That's what he just said. Just, just, yeah. Okay. All right. All right, so hopefully I can get out of the doghouse because my player tonight did not hit. So we got to get back on track, okay. you know what I mean? Back on track, and we're going to look across multiple sports in order to do so. So tonight, the game, Thursday night football, Steelers, Patriots. Oh, the only way the to game? make it interesting <laughs> is to put some coin on it. So we are, we're going to go with... Over on the 30-and-a-half point total. Don't ask me how the two teams are going to cobble together 31 points or more. I don't know, but 97% of the cash is on the under point, with point total. I'm going to go with the over. Put that together on a three-leg parlay with LeBron James over six-and-a-half assists and the Lakers to win on the money line against the Pels tonight in the in-season tournament. So we got over 30-and-a-half total points on Thursday night football. LeBron James over six and a half assists, and the Lakers on the money line. That pays out at plus 408, so plenty of juice on that one. Do you think the over can hit without a defensive or special teams touchdown? Probably not. (laughs) So we're going to see a defensive or special teams touchdown to get us to 31 all in. Yes. 
Fun game tonight. Passing <laughs> Steelers. Enjoy it. We are on to Friday. Greeny up next. Unsportsmanlike presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.